welcome to the podcast Bench Talk, a conversation with me, Joe Hilditch, the High Sheriff of Herefordshire for 2021. Today, I'm talking to Patricia Thomas, who's been the pandemic High Sheriff for the last year and whose year has been spent largely in lockdown and most of her meetings have been held virtually. Bench Talk today comes from Hereford Cathedral Gardens. So the sounds you might hear in the background could include the cathedral organ, resident seagulls, the toll of the bell, and perhaps the choristers who came back to school last week. Our magnificent cathedral behind me is nearly 800 years old. The Mapa Mundi inside around the same age, and then there's the amazing 17th century chained library as well. But none of these are as old as the office of High Sheriff. So today I'm hoping to explain some of the history and mystery of the office of High Sheriff and to find out about what a pandemic High Sheriff can possibly get up to. For our listener, this extraordinary and honorary role of High Sheriff is probably something that they may not have ever heard of before. So today I'm hoping that Trisha is going to help me myth bust the office and talk about the history of this oldest royal appointment that dates back to before the Norman Conquest and then before talking a little bit more generally about the year she has had. Before we turn to the history lesson, it would be great if we could hear just a little bit more about Tricia. So were you born and bred in Herefordshire? No, I was born in Cambridge. I'm a blow-in. Um, I'm 60 now and I lived here for um, over 40 years. I have a daughter, Megan, and a son, George. We have a family business, Thomas Panels and Profiles, which is based at Lempster, which started off as a small farm diversification um, and which Richie and I took over in 1989. So having spent a year in the role of High Sheriff, it would be great if you could give us a bit of a potted history lesson. I'm very definitely still learning, so best it comes from you. Well, it is the oldest um, secular office, uh, royal appointment office. The office of the High Sheriff is for one year only, and it dates back to the King's represent representative of the judiciary and for law and order and also tax collection. It was a very, very unpopular appointment because it cost an awful lot of money to be a High Sheriff. And I mean, the role of High Sheriff or Shire Reeve is where it, where it derives from. Over the years, it's now become a ceremonial role um, and you don't have any jurisdiction at all. Uh, you don't get, you, you are completely voluntary, uh, unpaid, self-funded, um, and I did get a parking place at, at Herefordshire Hall, which during the <laughs> pandemic I used nine times, mainly when I went to have my nails done, <laughs> when I was allowed, or my hair done. <laughs> it is absolutely incredible that the tradition has kept on. Uh, in, in about 2008, um, the government of the time tried to get rid of the role, but when they found out it didn't actually cost anything, um, they couldn't really get rid of it, but they, they did want to take the mystery out of it. So the way that people are nominated now is much more open yeah. and much more democratic. It goes through a panel yeah. rather than just saying, you next. <laughs> what is so different about the modern role? Well, the modern role now, um, you really have ceremonial duties um, to fulfil. And it's more about supporting organisations within the county. Yes, you are still, there are close links to the, to the police and judiciary. Um, you are still expected to entertain high court judges when they visit, which they don't in Herefordshire at the moment, definitely. Um, and there are close ties to the police. So, I mean, one of the first, 
first things that, that I had was a phone call from the Chief Constable and the Police and Crime Commissioner. I mean, there's a lot of supporting of charities um, to keep people out of the criminal justice system, um, to supply, uh, support um, employment um, initiatives and, um, and police initiatives like, um, you know, boxing clubs and social groups and community cohesion and things to keep, um, yeah, pe keep people out of the criminal justice system. Um, and you get paid a lot, do you? <laughs> no, you get paid nothing. Um, and really, you can spend a lot of money on it, or a little. Um, there are traditions in each county. Uh, in Herefordshire, some of the biggest costs would be a, a summer drinks reception, um, and for the great and the good of the county, and things like the Shreveville service, which is usually held in the cathedral in October. You have a lunch beforehand for visiting judges and things like that. But you don't have to. But you don't have to. But traditionally, that's what's Isn't been done. But um, yeah, I'd got some great ideas for my summer drinks. I was going to get um, Herefordshire WI to do the food and we'd had preliminary meetings and it just would have been great. Ah, oh, well, perhaps I yeah. can do that instead. <laughs> um, and um, you gave me, I guess, a great service on Saturday where I was what they call declared. Um, we had a really lovely day. Mm, we so did. I think we both felt a little bit like we were getting married when we walked out. <laughs> we was, did. It was very funny, wasn't we it? We did. Um, but it was a it was a really lovely service. How on earth have you managed to get things done during your year? Well, I learned how to use Zoom quite early on. It is funny because I, I mean, apart from doing a WhatsApp video, I really hadn't had. I never had a business meeting via Zoom before I took office on the twentieth of March, twenty twenty, and. If I had had a business meeting and somebody had looked scruffy or their child had walked in front of the camera, I'd have thought, how very unprofessional. But in a way, you meet on a more um, informal footing. Mm. And at the time, you've got to remember, March, April last year, people were very scared. They didn't know what was going to happen. They were working from home. And what you know, whatever rank or you know where you were in the world, we were all trying to get home deliveries of groceries. Yeah, we've we all been levelled by this. Yeah, and yeah. you know we you know some people were worried about elderly parents who were away, some were with with their children. You know, I, I, it was everybody. It was very levelling, yes. And, yeah. and um, we spoke about things that you wouldn't normally speak about on a first meeting. Yes, <laughs> like are you wiping your shopping with them? Um, <laughs> So what have you done in particular that you really have enjoyed? Um, well, it was July really when the easing came and I was able to get out. Um, being able to go and meet the people that I'd spoken to and, and the charities um, has been absolutely fantastic. So I spent a day at the cart shed. That was such an amazing place in the woods at Norton. Canon are absolutely fantastic. They do programs for people with mental health issues of all ages. Um, a very special place. Um, I've been to the South Wide Police Boxing Academy with Vince McNally at Hinton Community Centre, which you've got to go to, Joe, because he's just got everything going on there, and that was great. Um, met quite early with Robert Thomas of Venture, um, which is a um, fantastic um, cross church uh, organisation. 
Uh, they've got a motto of love people better. They're just so kind. They're just amazing people. And they're dealing, they've got, they've got a number of initiatives going on. Um, they also run street pastors as one of them. So Richie and I had a night on the town. <laughs> That's a different kind of night on the town, I might suggest. Yeah, absolutely. And we met um, at Hereford Baptist Church, met Robert and met the team um, at nine o'clock. And we and learned how the street pastors just provide this link between the door staff and the police so that uh, um, with the CCTV uh, via radio so they stop people falling into the in, you know getting a criminal record very often through overindulgence um, they also look out for vulnerable people uh, and young people and can do minor uh, emergency first aid so that um, it doesn't tie up ambulances and the um, hospital um, it was absolutely fascinating and it made you realise that actually if we don't go out into Hereford very very much on a Saturday night but if we did we'd probably go straight to a restaurant and come out and go straight home and all this other all stuff this other is going life is going on yeah, yeah. yeah. and it wasn't all youngsters that were falling over and banging their head yeah. I mean you, it was quite surprising they were they were people of all ages yeah. getting themselves on into we, of one of the highlights of your year to me was um, the brilliant foodie tour which we really enjoyed well the foodie tour I mean I was just so lucky with the timing of that so I spoke to um, uh, Superintendent Sue Thomas in in late April and I said I've got this idea for a fund fundraiser and she said well she said in theory I outlined what I thought how I thought it could make it work and she said well in theory it starts all right and I had in for the last three years I've, I've done a, a rally tour in the Charente um, which is, involves food and I just wanted to see whether I could create it so I made contacts with venues and don't forget we were in we were still in lockdown here and they all these venues were trying to make themselves Covid compliant we had to go to if we were going to visit a venue it had to be Covid compliant it had to know how to deal with a group of mm. people so um, but we but by then we'd probably all started learning how to do that hadn't we and we, it was something that we were beginning to look at nonetheless it was quite a challenge well it was quite a challenge because they had to, I, they were entertaining this bonkers woman who <laughs> come up with this idea while we were still in lockdown. Well, from a participant's point of view, it was brilliant. There were how many cars? We had 60 cars, 60. limited to two people in each car. We did raise a nice bit of money and the money goes to... There is a high sheriff's fund at the Community Foundation and um, I, a lot of people don't know about a, the Community Foundation. We're very lucky to have one in Herefordshire and it looks after pots of money and trust money um, for people and you, each fund has got a criteria of where money can go um, and in the High Sheriff's Fund um, what's become the custom is that the, each year the High Sheriff you're not expected to do fundraising you can you can either donate money yourself or you can ask people to, to do, donate money but I'm not really into asking people for money and I so I was more keen to do fundraising. Do you want to say who who have been your selected charities? Well I haven't gotten I, haven't, I don't know whether I've got the whole list but I've been working which we'll probably come on to um, employability skills so I made donations to organizations that were working with young people 
um, making a difference to their lives, but not, but not just young people. So, you know, Julia Evans at Longlands Care Farm, um, I'd done two days cobbing um, mud walls at, um, on her new roundhouse, which is going to be the main um, activity area for her young people. And um, so I'd given her a thousand pounds to buy some kitchen equipment. Um, venture, I gave them some money. Um, they can spend it however they like, but it would be good to have some really good outdoor seating so that they can have more meetings outside. So um, lots of different areas. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to know how you as a woman in business have managed to balance the role with I imagine still running your large business it's going to be quite similar for me yeah I had taken I had really go, I was going to use this as part of my exit strategy so um, <laughs> I couldn't really understand how I was ever going to give up work because I had such a busy role but so we took on an FD 12 months before and I worked with her and that was really successful um, and then I was just on hand to, you know, just to be there. go to meetings occasionally and just be there. And of course, the pandemic meant we were all working from home anyway. So as whoever could, um, I have four email addresses. I've got Outlook. I've got different colours for this and different colours for that. Yeah. Um, you do have to be really careful with your diary. I mean, Sounds it's similar. It's you. You've just you've got to be really methodic about how you answer things so that would be one of your tips for my year absolutely any yeah. others um, any others um, well one of the things that you're told quite early on so after you you're nominated three years in advance of you actually taking office three or four years and um, one of the things they tell you so you go to various seminars and conferences and and regional meetings um for high sheriffs and it's a kind of training really what to expect and you meet lots of people and get share lots of ideas which is great but one of the things they tell you is that be very careful because you will be inundated with invitations when you first um, are declared and you have to be very careful that you don't get burnout well I didn't get one invitation. <laughs> well, I have to say, mine haven't started coming in that no, thick and fast yet. Well, we're still in lockdown, aren't we? Yeah. But, um, yeah. We shortly. Have you had any it. comedic moments? Yes, I have had the odd comedic moment. Um, being new to Facebook, I, 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 um, I thought I was replying to to a friend who had sent me a message when they saw me dressed up at a garden of remembrance thing and I replied saying about the high sheriff looking squinty eyed and fat and I had actually posted it onto the <laughs> rushed upstairs and um, got to my main computer so I would never ever do any social media on my on phone, phone ever <laughs> That's other I've had some I'm not a terribly good typer and I had some I've had the odd Typo. Slightly, slightly <laughs> embarrassing typo. Yes. Nothing um, too bad then. Nothing no. too embarrassing. No. And I'm wondering about my husband Gio and what I will be expecting of him in this role. Um, so has your husband been? Has be, he been very supportive, a great consort? <laughs> well, we did go to, I think he's been, actually the declaration, that was the third thing he came to. But On Saturday? Got, yeah. But you've got to bear in mind that I've only worn my outfit six times. Yeah. And, and part of that was choice um, because to begin with, when people, when, when, when the pandemic really hit and people were so scared, 
I wasn't really going anywhere and actually it didn't seem appropriate to be prancing about in velvet and feathers when people yes. lost their jobs. Yes, it's not just, at all. just didn't seem appropriate to me. I mean, the outfit, the male outfit is comedic as well. Yes. I think it's just as well we can wear something a whole lot more elegant. Yes, yeah, and useful, yes. Yeah. I mean, it is the, the breeches and um, the cutaways and stuff. Yeah, it's tails and... Um, yeah, it's quite a lot for chaps um, and girl, you know, you can choose, you know, as a woman, you can choose what you have. But um, so Richie hasn't really been terribly involved um, because we haven't had anywhere to go. <laughs> well, we'll see what Gio does. Yeah, he will be there. I think it's completely possible to do it, you know, without a, a full time consort. Well, we're quite used as, as females in business in in forging our own paths and yeah. doing our own thing anyway so yeah. I don't see it as being a particular issue. I was a bit jealous of Kath Hayes, um, Councillor Kath Hay, who's Mayor of, Madam Mayor of Hereford. She has the most wonderful officer called John Marshall. Do you think she could share him out? Well he, he was so kind to me, he held my handbag, he held my phone. I was going to he say he held your hand. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> this is such a unique opportunity that you have. Um, when you're the high sheriff of your county and you really it's important that you choose the things that you that interest you mm. the thing that's really struck me is that you meet so many people even me you know tucked away in my little office in Penkham but making connections with lots of people and being able to put people in touch with other people to help them I mean there was a wonderful um, initiative just to give an example of John Finch <coughs> computers in Hereford had got this amazing initiative going on of the recycling of laptops for school children who hadn't got them but they actually were struggling and I wondered whether they needed some money whether I could find them some money to help them do more but it wasn't that they needed space so you know I got in contact with Frank Myers who knew somebody and then GB liners helped and they've become a drop-off point so it's that kind of thing Ross, Ross um, yeah Ross juniors um, one thing I absolutely loved which was going to the market towns Yes, really want really to do that. Really great. But when I went to Ross, I met um, Paul Flickney, and he, they'd got terrible problems after the floods with the um, Ross Juniors um, changing facilities and things. And again, you know, I, I put him in touch with Frank Myers, that's Frank Myers Country, and he was able to, he, he actually emailed me the day before the declaration and said, thank you so much, we're, we're so much further on than we would have been. Good. It's really good. Good. Yeah, really good. Good work. And there's been a few of those. I mean, one of the things that I'm doing already is chairing the Visit Herefordshire post-COVID recovery project. But I wondered, um, how about three top tips from a former high sheriff? Of in, in Herefordshire. In Herefordshire. Things to do. Well. Places to see. Yeah. I am a fan of the cathedral that we're looking at. And hearing. Um, and hearing it. And the Mappamundi uh, is absolutely an amazing um, asset to the county. Um, I love Simmons Yacht. I love that viewpoint at Simmons Yacht, but there are so many. Um, you know, that we've got wonderful walks. I'm a walker. Um, and actually living where I do um, at Penkin, we have fantastic walks. But, you know, you've got Herefordshire Beacon on the other side of the county. There are really lots of places to visit. Um, if you like the open you know if you like being outside you know we've got fantastic places to eat you know we've got this young revolution of independent food uh, places in Hereford 
and you know lovely places you know Penson's a real asset to the county we've got lovely green cow kitchens over at Whitbourne and um, you know that's a really lovely place to go um, you know we, we we have got lovely places we're very lucky so encouraging the visitors is one thing but how about encouraging businesses and young people to Herefordshire because I'm sure we need more of that mm. well I had a my theme during my year was preparing young people for work because what I've seen as an employer is that young people very often aren't, they don't realise what's expected of them um, and, and, and how much they can benefit from having full-time and, and satisfying employment. I've been working with Herefordshire Business Board for a couple of years on how we could encourage better work experience. I had this idea about having a work experience handbook for employers to make it much easier to show young people the world of work. Um, of course Covid came along and Brexit came along <coughs> so it hasn't really been possible to do anything with that but it did turn into a schools competition mm. for years six and seven um, and it was getting children to think about what kind of person they were do they like being inside, outside? Are they sporty? Are they creative? Do they like maths? Are they, and you know, do they lean towards engineering or the arts? Um, and then, what kind of jobs fall into that category? And then, what skills they need to do the job? And getting them to think about whether they need to listen more, or are they a team player, or do they need to be more confident? Do they need to work on their public speaking to be able to? to be heard so will you carry on working on this project I do hope you think so. I hope so yeah. I'd love to because it's nice to also with this position is to have some kind of legacy that yeah. you can take forward with you and it doesn't have to stay with the office but it's something where you've been given a platform mm. to develop these skills in young people and then that can be taken further on yeah so and I think we've you know we we have had very low unemployment in this county um, but we need to retain the young people that go to university. They need to be able to have jobs to come back here. So we do need the development of <coughs> really good enterprise zones and technology. You know, Enmite coming to Hereford is the most amazing boom. Mm. It'll be, it'll be just it'll yeah. be such a bonus. It absolutely will. Mm. I mean, and you know, if we can have a better rollout of broadband, we've got tourism, the mm. city centre. Let's hope some of those empty shops don't stay empty and do get filled. Uh, free parking would be good. Free parking would be incredibly good. <laughs> I, I think shops and shopping centres are under the cosh. They were anyway. And this has been a, you know, the pandemic keeping people away from them, of course, mm. has, has made people yeah. see that they can do it another way. Yeah and it's probably but it was probably going to happen anyway mm. but it's probably mm. brought it forward a few years yeah um i don't I know, don't what know though whether the experience of being with people and you know you've had a year where you haven't been able to be with people mm. and don't we miss it well there's nothing like a proper meeting um yeah. uh, and so yeah and and shopping is the same i i need to buy some tiles and you just can't do that online not really <laughs> not really <coughs> Um, so finally, having seen Herefordshire from top to bottom, west to east, what mm. would be on your wish, wish list for the county, and especially post-lockdown? I think we've got, to, we've got to make sure that people have jobs. We've got to encourage businesses 
and um, entrepreneurs to settle here and make it easy for them to find people to work here. I just don't want Herefordshire missing out on things because it hasn't moved forward. Um, you know, I am reasonably green, but I live three miles from a major road. I have to have a car. I don't even know whether there's a bus comes to our village mm. anymore. It used to come once on a Thursday. Um, you know, you've got to be realistic about yeah. rural areas and how Indeed. we need transport. Indeed. So having spoken about the history of the Office of High Sheriff at the beginning of our chat, I hope our listener can understand the way the role has moved on enormously from historic through to a thoroughly modern, wholly voluntary, totally unpaid and really supportive role to the community. Tricia, you've shown huge kindness and empathy throughout your year, which I don't think the Sheriff of Nottingham would have ever understood one bit. But thank you, Tricia. Pandemic High Sheriff of Herefordshire 2020. We've worked very closely together in the last month with you handing over the reins to me and I feel so sorry that you haven't done everything you might have wanted to. But I know you've been championed by the National High Sheriff Association for the work that you have done. I'm not just a little bit daunted by the year ahead, but I hope you won't mind if I give you a call whenever a challenge comes my way. No, I shall, I shall look forward to hearing, hearing from you. And, you know, I, you've got a, you're going to be absolutely brilliant because you're so good at getting out there and um, you're going to use all your skills. I can see it's going to be very exciting. I mean, this podcast is absolutely brilliant. Well, let's hope people will listen to yeah, it. they will <laughs> listen to it. They will. And, you know, I wish you every success and you've only got to pick up the phone if you think I can help you. Thank you very much. And if you want to know anything more about the High Sheriff, then just head over to the Herefordshire High Sheriff website where you can find loads of information and even see who the High Sheriffs have been for the last 1100 years. Amazing. Yeah.